0: Uh, What up, page sound? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamotary podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and tonight is just me and Rodrigo. What's up, man?
1: What's up? And ask for us well because you can hear him in the back somewhere.
0: That's true. The guy that was supposed to be here, Christian, did not make it because apparently the guy has to work for a living. Whatever. But, uh, anyways, we're here. We're trying to get this um, short recording. Soon, uh, but Radio Man, how you been doing?
1: I'm good. I'm lost track of days after the Champions League final was over, kind of, uh, you know, a little bit sentimental there. <laughs> and uh, then Dynamo, and after that, international break. Everybody's on rest. Everybody's on the beach somewhere, um, and we'll see them back in two weeks. Yeah, not that long. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No,
0: it feels like forever man and and you know it's true we last time me we, we uh me and Dustin out of nowhere they ended up recording two episodes ones with uh which you gave if you guys haven't listened man go back it was a pretty i don't know if you got to listen to it Rodrigo the one with uh me was it Miquel Yanone from TV UNN or Univision cool guy um really insightful information you know somebody that has a very good insider work. So he brought a lot of good information regarding Hector Herrera and, you know, what he may or what he pl- thinks or everybody thinks in the national media that he'll bring to Houston. And we got a little bit of the US national team in there as well. So, you know, check it out. Good episode. Um it's one of those that you can listen to no matter what. And it still makes sense, especially right now, uh, during this break. Um and then we recorded another short episode after the fact. Uh, just because it was like, man, we're right here. Might as well just knock it out. Uh, so we'll hope for another short episode. But I'll start up real quick just talking about the di- the Dynamo. The Dynamo. The Houston Dash, man. They're just doing so good. Um, they've just been on a roll. Uh, you know, five matches unbeaten um, since the very first match that they lost at home against uh, San Diego Wave. They've just been, uh, you know, outscoring their opponents uh, by the minimum. And except for last game they beat on orlando pride 5-0 um rodrigo i know you don't follow much of the dash um but uh some of the goals were pretty crazy i think i don't know if you got to see the, the uh rachel daly goal but dude it was straight up looked like the robin van piercey goal from the world cup i think it was twenty twenty ten. 2010 this was ridiculous but uh yeah, i
1: like, haven't i haven't really followed much but um i do get it on my phone you know i uh, plug for uh, food mom shout out. <laughs> Always got to keep the scores on there, so they used to add highlights. I guess I kind of stop on that. Um, I'm sure copyright issues, but
0: yeah, I think now that I think now that most of the games are in Paramount Plus and and uh, Twitch, they they kind of took that off, but they're actually playing right now as we speak. I believe they're in the 16 minutes, uh, playing over there in Los Angeles and the newbies, um, Angel City. Uh, hopefully, the Dash can continue, again, their good run. Um, by the time you listen to this tomorrow, we're actually celebrating uh, a win, hopefully, um, you know, before they return back home next weekend against uh, Portland Thorns. Um, they do have a few absences, such as Rachel Daly, because actually, I think she may be the only one, um, because she went to play with uh, England for the Euros. Um, but again, everybody's in very good form. Definitely check out. The Houston Dash. Um, In other news, though, the Dynamo Dos also did get to see some action last weekend. Um, They ended up getting, you know, a pretty, not ugly, but St. Louis City, uh, too, ended up beating them 2-0. It was an away match, you know, away matches. We were kind of used to seeing them just beat up on everybody away. But I think, you know, being that it was three straight away matches, it probably finally... Kind of broke the the camel's back, um, and they'll be back on Saturday. And so this is what me and Redu were talking a little bit off of the um, off the record uh, before we start recording. Just the fact that the Dynamo those and the uh, Houston Dynamo cherries were ba- basically getting played at the same time in Houston, um, and the team decided to uh, basically do a doubleheader. After all, which I just kind of find comical because the Dynamo already knew that, you know, the schedule for the Dynamo Dose was there, but they still went ahead and kind of made the little brother step into the uh, first match of the doubleheader moving their game. Rodrigo, anything you want to add on on Dino Dose or, or this cherry cup?
1: Uh, on Dynamo Dose, um, yeah, I, I don't know. You're, you're kind of complaining that, you know, they, they moved them over, but I feel like that's good. You know, this players want to play in that... Um, you know, the official stadium of the Dynamo, because eventually that's the goal to be playing there, to be starting games there. So I feel like that's not a bad move. Yes, it's earlier. It's where the, you know, the heat's the strongest. Um, but that's experience, and that's kind of moving forward, you know. that That's, that's going to be the stadium, and you got to get used to those games. We know that Dynamo um, – they get the short end of the stick and usually play at 2 p.m. or noon games in this heat. It's something to get used to. And as far as their form, I kind of saw it earlier um, with those teams that don't have a professional team yet, like the St. Louis. And this is our St. Louis 2. I feel those games are going to be the most competitive and the biggest um, challenge for like a Dynamo Dose or a second. Um, what do you call it, reserve team, just because you're actually playing against potential professionals. Or, I mean, you know, like, they're going to be, what, I think next year they'll be coming up. Um, first, don't team it first, um, team. Yeah, first team professionals. First team. Yeah, first team professionals, I should say. But, yeah. So I think that's going to be, like, you know, those kind of games. Um, I think against Tacoma as well, they don't really, you know, have a first team like that. So I feel like those games are going to be the more challenging For score
0: Dose. Well, I mean, Tacoma does kind of feed in into uh, Seattle, and we all know how good Seattle, you know, teams are. Um, But, you know, I didn't even think about the heat. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's supposed to be 100 degrees uh, when the Dynamo Dose match kicks off at PNC, and we know kind of how hot it gets in that stadium. Um, Which, not thinking about it, there's definitely going to be a giveaway uh, tomorrow when you're listening to this. Uh, check out our social medias because we'll be giving away uh, double header tickets for this matchups at PNC on Saturday. Uh, Rodrigo will not be there. He'd be in Dallas chilling like a villain. And uh, I'll be, I'll definitely be going hopefully, uh, but I'll be going into the media box. So kind of see the game from a different aspect. We're we're trying to see if we can take Billy uh, to join us there so he can kind of check out what the vibe is and he can uh, he has plenty of time to uh, actually like follow the team, you know, as much as we can. So, you know, it'd be good for him to kind of know the ropes a little bit um, and take advantage of that. Um, But with that being said, yeah, again, Dynamo Cherry Cup, it tends to, do you remember we, I think we went to the Stoke City match, Remember when they played Stoke City? I know we went to that, match. That was
1: a long time ago. Was that when um, Jack Cameron was like... He had just gone over there. Yeah, he had just moved over there. Like that.
0: Yeah, it was a while back. Mm-hmm. We went to that one. I think there was... Uh, the one I wanted to go to was Reza which was the very last one, I think. And... Uh, so I think
1: they also did one against Aston Villa, maybe?
0: They did do a one against they? Aston Villa, yeah. Um, looks interesting. They, I think in the beginning, they did a lot of them for uh, what was it called? Um, Mexican teams. I think Chivas was one of them,
1: yeah. I remember the Chivas one because, um, at one point, a player got a hurt and they were out of substitution. Here, here I, I got the I goalkeeper, I found that. I found it, I found the goalkeeper it, found it. went in.
0: So, actually, one of the well, they did play Chivas, but apparently, that wasn't a uh, Cubs match, so. They, this is how they win. They, uh, the very first one was done in 2009, sorry, in Robertson Stadium. It was Houston against Monterrey, and Houston got the best of Monterrey, 2-1. Then they played Aguila, which I think that's a Salvadoran team. Yeah, Salvadoran team. And Dynamo won 4-0. Then Houston played Bolton. That's what it was. That They, they played Bolton because um, our boy, uh was his name, Stuart Holden was there, and they they uh, won 2-0. Then they played Valencia 2-1. Jesus, man, that makes me feel old. 2013 was the Stoke match. So, yeah, 2013, almost 10 years ago. Um, Because I remember that we were kind of laughing at how tall and skinny Peter Crouch was, you know, like in person. Um, Then they played Aston Villa the game after that. Uh, Then they played Santos Laguna, then Real Sociedad, then Cruz Azul, then Monterrey. So the very last one was actually 2018. Um, since the cup played, so they're back at it again. This time they're going to be playing Atlético San Luis, a, a, a decent Mexican team. I mean, they've been in the playoffs. Uh, not a you know a big uh, name by any means, but we'll see what the uh, how many people show up to that match. I mean, there's a lot of people from San Luis in the area as well. Definitely not as many as people from Monterey, whether they're from you know Rayados or Tigres fans, but. I should be a decent matchup and it gets everybody a little warm up. I'm kind of excited just to, you know, see maybe some of the younger guys get some minutes um, even though technically, you know, playing with dynamo, those you're actually getting competitive minutes, but it'd be good to see, you know, some of the younger guys get, get, get an opportunity for sure. Um, Rodrigo. So with that, that's pretty much all the topics we have on on the dynamo, but uh, Christian did post a uh, kind of like a question, I guess, on their Instagram. Um, just kind of like, you know, any any comments or any questions people may have. And uh, I, I'll shoot them to you, man, and we'll kind of kick them off. I think the first one is from a guy named Alex Reyes, and he asked, any transfer news or players you would like the team to target this transfer window?
1: Well, as uh, so of right now, there's no transfer news. Um I would say players to target. I mean, I know we're still looking into that right wing position. It's been talked about like nonstop now. And um, I don't know. I mean, that's still going to be the big question, whether (laughs) you bring somebody that can work efficiently with um, Efera to try to, you know.
0: And that's, I think that's a million million dollar question, you know, like with the Hector Herrera effect, you know, taking place and, and we'll maybe see another Mexican player you know a young maybe a young dp or you know just a you know maybe a loan or something that can take over the right position or or at least one of the wings you know it doesn't really matter i think which one if you can flip-flop some players but i've always said that i, I would love to see um what's his name Brizuela from chivas I like to play with the dynamo um you know obviously he's definitely an older guy He's, like, uh, what, 31, 32 years old now, but the dude is just, you know, I think he would have been a good uh, replacement for what, like, at least was to us because the guy, he may not score a lot of goals, but he's very dangerous on the wings, and he creates opportunities for the strikers, which I think that's really what we're missing.
1: Definitely, yeah. I mean, he what 31 now, I think, and he was hurt at the end of last season. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be something – like, I, I think this is going to be the next big signing. It should be um, in this transfer window just because we need to fill that. And, I mean, not, not even just bringing somebody in. It's also, like, who are we going to let go? Because I, I have a feeling that Fafa is not going to be put down down much longer. You
0: know, I kind of have guess, that feeling too, it, man. I think, like, right, and, I, and he has trade value, you know.
1: Yeah, I saw that he's vacationing in um, Mexico City right now. So, I don't know if that means, like he's looking for a team over there <laughs> or really just you know vacationing but I don't know I feel like it, I don't think they've been 100% transparent with you know what's going on just because he's been not traveling with the team sometimes or something going on but I don't know it just doesn't seem like he's gonna be there much longer.
0: Yeah I kind of I, I I gauge what you're saying man um, yeah I don't know Fafa has been kind of a little loss and, you know, kind of phantom-like this season. Uh, he's not really, I feel like, as into it as he was in the first season, you know, kind of like hyping up the fans and just... We know that in the very, when we interview him early on, he was kind of disappointed not to get like a longer contract. And that was kind of something that you could tell that it was eating him away, which, I mean, it's understandable. You know, he was the MVP, scored 10 goals, you know, got plenty of assists. And he was only, you know, uh, signed for another year, basically, in contract option. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he's definitely not happy. And maybe, you know, they're trying to see if they can move him. We don't know. There's just a speculation that basically we're just creating. So maybe we'll start seeing <laughs> maybe we'll start seeing Twitter blasts and be like, oh, my God, they're going to trade five. Right? But, um, <laughs> but, I mean, you do have to see, you know, we obviously still have uh, – DPs and uh, Sebastian Ferreira, he's gonna continue DP. Teenage Davey. technically we can buy him down and get rid of that DP spot. And they've been pretty quiet lately, of you know, whether they do it or not, basically. And uh, maybe they're just waiting for the right time so they can do it and you know, uh, make a make a big splash again. I mean, doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hurt for sure?
1: Yeah. Anybody you you want to see other than well
0: potentially brisola but like a long time ago no for like sure Br- briela like right now is not the time I just I would have liked to see him like you know even three years ago, he was still pretty good fit for him. um but no, I mean there's you know even uh Llanone mentioned uh el piojo Alvarado, which we all knew that it was a name that was being thrown out there um you know in January, I guess when uh when when there was just a a rumor of the Dynamo finally going to spend some money on a Mexican player. And, um, you know, it was very known that Dynamo definitely went out, reached out to them, couldn't make it happen, basically. Um, And then they went for the bigger fish in Nectar Herrera, which, I mean, you don't blame there there.
1: But you know what's funny? I think the Dynamo somewhat, in a way, dropped the ball on making some big transfer moves that would have been a lot cheaper in my opinion. Um, if they would have gone like as soon as Ted bought the dynamo, like I think if they would have done that a lot quicker because when you think about it, there was all this big, you know, in Mexican league soccer, it's, it's kind of like a big thing, especially in the in U S here. Cause we watch that closer um, or it's, it's more realistic for them to buy a Mexican league player than a European. But, you know, with the whole America having that um, Cordoba, you know, like whole fiasco of like, he's going to leave, we're going to take him, you know, and the hands up done to, I think they wanted him to trade him to Chivas and then ended up going to Tigres. But I feel like that would have been a good player to have for the Dynamo. Um, same thing with uh, um, Anduna, which he was also shaky with Chivas, couldn't really find a spot. They were trying to look for something. You know, we know he he played well in the MLS with Galaxy, and I think he would have done well, obviously with Dynamo as well, um, for what we need. Which is, I mean, he only gives you one position; it was just a left wing. But I, I feel like that would have worked out for us as well. And then, you know, Pio Alvarado would have been a good thing too. And there's obviously a bunch of players. Um, one guy that I actually liked before Seca came into um, into play was um, Alan Musso. The yeah. uh, yeah. right back from Bumas, and now Chivas just yeah. bought him. So like that's kind of funny that I'm like, you know, I mean, I like Chivas, but well, they I, needed to get something like that. But that's uh, another player that they could have And into. you
0: And again, I think it's, it's funny because you know, obviously, we know that you know he's a bit, uh, you know, the captain of the Mexican national team. But being that he played in Europe, I mean, he has the pull to pretty much bring whoever the hell he wants, and uh, not necessarily like a LeBron James per se. You know, but but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's – the pool just opened up, like, tremendously, right? Because, I mean, it's been a while that he's played in Mexico to begin with. But, you know, um, we know that Atlas right now, you know, won by – you know, two championships back-to-back. They're uh, whatever, big campeones. Um, But I was going to say, but Pachuca ended up, you know, in that final. And Héctor Herrera played in Pachuca. I don't know who, you know – In other words, there's definitely things that he can open up. You know, if somebody from Pachuca wanted to, you know, it was in good form and was a winger, and it didn't even have to be a Mexican player. Because I was thinking, even somebody like in the opposite Atlas, you know, the Ecuadorian guy was his name Quinones. I mean, the guy was just really good for Atlas. You know, the last two years, if we can get somebody like that, that you know, Ector is like this guy, somebody that we can play. I think they'll do whatever they can to get him here. Uh, And he'll do whatever he can to get him here. And if it's like somebody from Europe, whether it be from, you know, someone he played with at Porto or someone he played in um, Atlético Madrid, uh, who knows, right? But, hey, you know, it it really could be anybody. And it's kind of definitely gets a lot of promise to what is to come in the summer. Um, Let me, before we get too far into it, unless you have something else to add, I do have like a couple more questions. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I'm just gonna call him Dyna Bro. Uh, realistically, what position do you see the Dynamo finishing the season in? And we definitely spoke about this, you know, in the preview of the match or preview of the season. And funny enough, I think that we're kind of, you know, mid-season almost. Um, we're kind of where we said we were gonna see the team uh, in the end of the season. So. For me, I still see them as a seven-team, you know, seven-place team. Now obviously, Hector Herrera is going to come in. This is a perfect time for him to get here with the team where it's at. There's still like I think three or four games before he technically plays, and um, that answers another question, which was, um, you know, Hector Herrera will he play in August or in July? But yeah, everything shows that he'll be here uh, for the match against FC Dallas. So that's the, whether he plays the whole game or whether he gets a few minutes, um, that's basically what the match they're shooting for just because rivalry game always seems to have a lot of people. And then, you know, you bring in Hector Rivera, that should be a very fun night for sure. Uh, but Rodrigo, what do you want to add to all that that I just kind of rambled on together?
1: Yeah, it's been interesting where the Dynamo has, where they've landed so far. Um, you know, they're sitting right now in the seventh position. Um Really, just tying in points with Minnesota and Colorado. I feel like it sounds about right where they're at, and in a way, it's also it's good where they're at coming into this new transfer window and Herrera joining the team. Just because you you know you're not Herrera's not joining the bottom you know 13, 14 place team, which that's a morale boost. Like uh, you know, like kind of like this team's not that bad as they've been in the past as coaches, a new coach, but. He's doing at least something right. And at the same time, it doesn't sound like we stuck in that position for a while, even, you know, dropping some points here and there. But we just kind of somehow just managed to hover that. Like, I feel like with the run that we've had in the last few matches um, against, obviously, Seattle and uh, Real South Lake, I feel like we should have been like in 10th or eleven by this point. But somehow just managed to survive, which is pretty good. Um I think realistically, they can push for maybe that fifth position and not be, you know, we, we can't – I don't think we need to go to the session day and just kind of be – can we make the playoffs? Like, I feel like we should be comfortable in, like, maybe the fifth, maybe even the fourth place and um, and have, like, more of a sensation of, like, okay, maybe we can do something in the playoffs um, rather than, you know – we made it and then we got knocked out
0: kind of kind of deal no for sure i think i mean the more the more points you can gain you know the better uh the team is definitely very average you know we have five wins three draws six losses i mean the, you don't get any more average than that which <laughs> 17, makes... goals,
1: four, 17 goals for 17 goals yeah exactly
0: <laughs> zero goal difference so it is this is a classic way for the dynamo to be right in the middle of the table and it I mean, it's justified, you know, obviously like having a brand new coach in Nagamura, and that's something that kind of if you go back and listen to uh, Dustin and myself just kind of talking about the way that we see Nagamura. I mean, it's just kind of impressive the way that, you know, this young coach is not afraid to, you know, kind of tactically change and um, uh, what's it called, and just tweak his uh, lineups as per game because it's something that we definitely not saw with Tab Ramos. You know, Tab Ramos was the guy that stuck to his guns, was like, we're always going to play a four We're going to play, you know, Tiki Taka. And this is the player that I'm going to put on the field every single time. And it just never worked. And by the time he tried to backpedal, it was just basically not going to work. And he was just trying to keep his job. And by then, it was a little too late. And to see, you know, Nagamura actually, you know, put a lot of tactical awareness or show his tactical awareness, awareness, it's a pretty dang incredible, man. Um, and, yeah, so let me see. Next question is real quick. I kind of closed it. Uh, Manny, our boy Manny, put it as the Dash hype train coming up. And sure is, man. They're doing very well. We obviously touched a little bit on this in the beginning. Uh, they're playing right now. And I think, let me see. I'll give you guys a uh, – it's 38 minutes in, zero zero 0 still. Um, and overall – Stats look that Dash have been the better team on shots and possession is has pretty dang close. But um lastly we got Chris uh Chris Flores, uh, which I asked a question about Herrera starting, and again, he said about starting in August. I, everything shows that he'll be here in July. Well, I think he's already here. Um, I don't know if if you saw the you know, the Victor Arraiza from the striker, it looked like he was out there. Um, when Herrera showed up to PNC, so I'm sure they're doing all the promotion to the
1: Minimate first.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He was out there in Minimate, so it looks like he's here. Nobody went and like found him at the airport, I guess, which is kind of sad. I like it when they go and you know, whenever you see people in LA show up and knowing he's out I there, feel like nobody knew. Well, that's what I'm saying. Nobody knew, nobody knew like that he was showing up <laughs> and he showed up next to, uh, um, over there with Jose It like was focused, like,
1: you know, he's still with the national team.
0: Well, and I think their last... Was their last game in Dallas? The last one? No. no. Ecuador was, was in 10. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. No. Yeah.
1: I thought it was Phoenix. No, No, that was a year away. This one was in Chicago. Chicago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they went to Soldier Field.
0: So, I mean, you know, he came... Um, do, done a visit, is doing promotional stuff, he will probably get a week or two off, and then, again, everything is scheduled um, You know, for Texas Derby, you know, injury. You know, hopefully injury is not an issue here by any means. It looks like he's going to be informed if you really question the fact that he's not informed. I mean, the dude played with Atlético Madrid, you know, a very uh, you know, with Simeone that makes their guys work and put all the effort in. He obviously played in uh, or was at least in the camp for the three matches that uh Mexico played in and was a part of, which was Nigeria, Uruguay, and Ecuador. Um Well I think and, he
1: joined late, but I think he I mean he obviously started against uh Ecuador.
0: Yeah. So but
1: um but I mean he's So there's not much difference. It's football football.
0: No, yeah, you know, he I, he'd be in shape and it's just
1: gonna it's gonna it's gonna be like Seco, like just not being in shape, but just getting together with the game plan, I feel. Um, or not even, like, I would say, more like um, I was gonna say Sebas, it, it, where he's like, you know, play one half, press one half.
0: But know. And I think the fact, too, that what helps him is a midfielder, like the position he plays is one of he wants a ball, so he's a tempo guy. So it doesn't really matter how fast the other team plays if you're controlling the ball. You know what I mean? It's different yeah. when you're like a right back, that you're trying to get adjusted to the speed of the game. Because, you know, half of the – or more like 90% of the match, you never have the ball. Or same thing with Sebastiano as a striker. But I think Herrera coming in, you know, it's a matter of if he's going to be the tempo guy, which I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to go out mm-hmm. to the matches and, and see – the like, it's it just funny to see him wear, you know, a dynamo shirt. Like, uh, uh, it's like basically playing career mode of FIFA 10 years in. You know, you start getting all those – Really funny looking uh transfers, man.
1: And um, you know, I already got my jersey Rep- representing her, so um,
0: that means you have to be you better be out there for that game, man. Whatever it is, even though it's, it's that after the 4th of July, I mean, we're off on that Monday, so just make sure that you're you're here for the July 9th game, man, which is a Saturday, so that way, man, that's gonna be a, a fun game, dude. You need to. And I mean the more the closer it gets to confirming it, man, I'll have tickets so you can come and we can watch that game. If <laughs> hopefully my there. dad can I'll be out there. Yeah. That'd be a good game to watch. Um but anyways, guys, this had been a super quick recording. Um I know Rodrigo, you tend to uh do the closing of you know how to connect with us when Christian's not here. So if you have that up, man, take it away.
1: All right, guys. Um, yep. So, that's it. Like we said, just kept it pretty short. It's an um, international break going on. MLS on break as well for the most part. Um, um, you guys can get in touch with us on our IG and Twitter at uh, Dynamo Theory or you can also send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com, you know, with your questions, comments. I'm sure somebody will read those. Um, you know, Chris is not here. He couldn't join us but you can find him at Chris you can find rudy at rudy three and you can find me at rodrigo segura again all content just simply go to dynamo and you know read some articles catch up on some latest news anything you want uh best dynamo uh dynamo those you can get it all there again guys thank you again for listening And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever or